Hello everybody, welcome to episode 5 of the Najmi Films Podcast. I'm your host, Najmi. And this is the co-host, Muhammad. You know, whenever you say that, now I always think of like the WWE announcing. Because we always do it in the car when, you, when I'm with Zakir, the assistant junior. And then, <laughs> it's such a tricky thing to say now, but we normally like, whoever the groom or the bride is, then we will like make a, a ring announcement uh, like mm. voice over. So like, surname. Muhammad Sali. <laughs> so childish. <laughs> but uh, thank you everybody for listening to the previous episode about the matriculants. We really hope it was informative and it, we really hope that it uh, helped inspired and helped someone in need. And that was a bit more serious, so we decided not to really make as much jokes as we would have liked to. But obviously there's a time and the place for everything, so this episode's going to be a fucking shit show. And you will know that this episode's going to be a shit show when, when you're ready, starting with F-bomb so early into the intro as well. Um, today's topic is going to be a whole bunch of fucking random shit uh, that we're just going to make up off the cuff. I think we are more comfortable in front of doing like these episodes if we're talking to each other and also doing like talking about the random shit and there's a lot of things that i'm actually learning about myself as we do these podcasts like this whole slurping thing and the whole spit in my mouth it sounds sexual what the fuck and like how i say genderly and genuinely and what's the other one what I say? Uh, we Su- said it in success- the last podcast. Successful. Successful. <laughs> I said it in the last podcast. Um, but yeah, I don't want to talk about like more or less the same stuff we did the last time. But today, uh, we decided. I genuinely want to be successful. Genuinely. I'm just thinking back now from the last Juma that we attended, Muhammad. Like how full the mosque was. And if you look back like two years ago, how empty the mosque was because of the whole COVID situation. And I'm just thinking now, like, the mosque is full, no? but we're following like social distancing. So like, I don't know. I mean, I only really went to two mosques. So I don't know how, like how it is at other mosques, but like, do you think the mosques, do you think people just like, nah, they use COVID as excuse 100%. not to? He's got some. 100% <laughs> Some people, I think there's still people out there that is just saying like, oh, I want to protect myself. Uh, we, we can't expose ourselves to the virus, so I'm going to stay home. But in reality, you can just literally make it outside, which is what we do. And I mean, I think that can also go all aspects of life though. Like even if you, like your friend's bridal shower or like your friend's birthday and they invite you, then you're like, nah, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm in my... I'm living with an elderly person. Unfortunately, I won't be able to make it. It's actually a fucking great excuse for anything. Not an excuse. I mean, it is a genuine excuse. Yeah, but you can can use it as an excuse, though, if you don't want to go to um, uh, any event. It doesn't have to be a wedding. It can be like a pry or a birthday of someone that you don't actually grant, but you don't want to say that you don't grant them. So you're just like, nah, I mean, uh, COVID, oh, you know, that feels so well. Can't eat in your fucking at home, or you go out to a drive, or whatever. You should go to a restaurant, but in reality, you're fine, and you don't actually just you just don't want to go to that people event thingy. Yeah, um, 
but anyway that that is also true though no? like a lot of people use it as excuse but basically what i'm trying to say is everybody might just go to moss i mean it's one day in it the takes week five minutes even if you don't sit for the for the um for the talk talking about salana i actually was i was talking to one of my friends in the week about it do you know like when you're younger then you always imagine yourself like yo one day when i'm older i'm gonna make all my salas and like how you or like you my point is that when you're younger you always say that one day when i'm older i'm going to do this and i'm gonna do this and that but then you you don't know you don't know exactly when you are considered old right like yeah, obviously you know by the amount of years that you lived but I'm just saying like you don't know when that point comes when like when you're 22 then you're like are you, are you old yet or mm. but like I actually want to work on my salas like this I just I was because remember in the one of the video early episodes you asked like what's your goals for the year and whatever no? yeah and then <clears throat> I couldn't really answer but like now I realize I'm talking to this to this friend that I actually wanted um like make salah I want to make salah I want to start paying my zakah and I want to start like going to gym and being healthy man who's the friend? Uh, she's the friend like you're not allowed to have friends no, I'm just asking does she like is it a bra or uh, it's a friend man oh okay so um, anyway this week we have a whole bunch of topics to talk about. <laughs> um, I was going to say no, no. I actually took a whole bunch of um, random questions from people that I had from the previous episode. Mm. Some was on WhatsApp. Yeah. So I just want to ask you, this is a, this was like, you know, like when you ask for someone for questions, no, then they always ask you like very important questions. So this was the, this person's almost like, dying wish they needed to know this Muhammad oh well we need to get to the bottom of this now this is like very urgent questions and I need to take this very seriously okay I'm ready what's your favorite color oh fuck uh I don't know what is your favorite color Najmi Sali (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck is this question this is so fucking cringe (laughs) Is it perhaps red? Uh, no, it's actually complete uh, opposite spectrum on that. It's actually green. I actually enjoy that color. What's yours, Mohammed? Uh, I'll probably say black because that's all the fuck we wear these days. <laughs> <laughs> that if if I was here we go generally if I was genuinely asking, huh? you mean you mean genuinely not generally now? You you missing it up still? I said genuinely. Oh, I thought you said generally. Anyway, uh, the second question is, if you could have any camera in the world, Muhammad. Alexa Mini. No questions Jesus. asked. Jesus. Give me that one. That 1.5 mil. Easy. Are you only taking it because it's expensive? No, you take it because whatever you point at, at it's quite. But uh, obviously, realistically, A7 is 3. Sure. We don't use the word realistically, we use the word genuinely oh, and generally. And success successfully. <laughs> and it be successfully is. Um, I, th- I don't know. Uh, I don't think the, the camera really matters. I, if if in the re- in, in I- ideal world, uh, I would have more lenses. I would love more lenses. 50 to 100, 1.8 Sigma. That 
four. That's probably the first one. And then uh, maybe like a 12 to 24 mil for your camera, a wide camera. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. And you? Uh, what camera? Mm. Uh, to be honest, I'll take the A7S3. And I would probably take a probably like anything under fifty mil. I'll do well. With. Like a thirty-five mil uh, one, put it. Like a thirty-five mil, yeah. But uh, then I'll be fine because I'm thinking more like in terms of you. If you're gonna go on holiday, no, mm. are you gonna take a Lexa with you? Hundred percent not. No. If anything, no. If if I go on holiday, I would actually leave all that cameras behind. Any camera that can you can change lenses, I'll leave it. Out. Cause it's it's too much effort. I'll buy me like a a, a ZV one, so Sony ZV one, and just use that. Cause that thing has like a zoom lens on it. It's small, and it has like good stabilization. Just like that. You don't have to like like something that you can just uh, point in and and shoot, man. Like you don't have to worry about what is the aperture? Oh no, the ISO is too high. That you just fucking leave it on auto. And then but you know it's cuck fun, you know, like you, you know when someone tells tells you like, oh this camera, the mobility of this camera is amazing, like it's gonna, um, you can take it anywhere, it's game changing, it has like so much space on it, or you know what I mean, like this all the random shit that they tell you. Then when you like say for example we go on holiday, no, all that camera stay though, then you just take your phone with you, because you're so fucking sick of your cameras. Yeah, and and and, and it's like an extra layer of worrying um is the camera okay and uh, must make sure that the the like it doesn't break or is the battery you know what i mean like a phone generally that's like a fucking nick for neck there mm, you know it, it can generally <laughs> It can generally do the stuff that <laughs> Oh my god. It's like we're on drugs. You know, it's funny, you know, like if we ever create uh, merchandise, no? Just say generally. Generally on the street. Uh, genuinely or generally at the front of the Special edition. It's general and, you know, the special, special edition is the. Successfully. Successfully. <laughs> but anyway, coming back to the topic now of like. Uh, New Year's resolutions and that. Like, I want to do it, but it's so hard. No? Speaking of the New Year's, no, in episode one, you said you want to get shredded. So how's that going? Did you go to, did you go to Germany? Oh. I mean, you, you, you're like baiting me here because you're setting me up. No, we, we went once, most of that. We was that last week. But uh, it's, it's not too late. It's still, look, it's still January, man. That sound like generally, but <laughs> January. It's another birch, another sweater. January. <laughs> no, but to be fair, we're still in wedding season though, so we can't be too hard on ourselves. I mean, we're shooting uh, Wednesday. No, but I was, I was just saying now, like this past week now, I actually made a Nia. That that's what I want to do. And for for people that's not Muslim, Nia means intention. Intention, yeah. Like that's my intention for the year. And like you know how Fajr's times always like difficult to 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 get on time. Like it's it's different to make you all your salas every day, but to make it in wakt, which is like at at its appropriate time or at the time of it's when you should make it. 
Um, that's another, that's a whole different topic. Because some people make fajr in the morning and whatever, where the wak's already out, you know what I mean? So I, I want to do it properly, like where it's like f- wake up, waking up for fajr. And obviously it gets tricky when it's in the midst of like wedding season. Well, you know but, what I mean? But, but the thing is, is that we generally up that time. Yeah, that's also true, yeah. Night owls, because we that's just the way we grew up, I guess. Like, can you remember a time where we slept early? Or, or had a normal sleeping schedule, even before the, all the stuff? It's never, ever, even in high school. We used to go to bed like half past two, wake up for school. Do you remember it was so bad that even his mommy, like, took the phone off us? Yeah, and because it, still, it became a problem. It still doesn't help, though. Some people are just like, um, like I, f- I would choose night over day to work any time. Because I've tried um, working, like waking up early in the morning. I remember I stayed up one whole day, like to flip my schedule, and then I um, like started editing. Uh, I think like eight o'clock in the morning, and then one, by one o'clock, and then I got very little done. And then I felt burner already. Whereas if I work at night, no one is pestering me. Your phone is generally. Um, <laughs> I can't say that word now. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, speaking to one of my buddies at the spas. Uh, you know, that I realized that you do a lot on the podcast. Is that he talked to a lot of your buddies. Yeah, but it's an easy transition into like. To talking about it, so it's not like coming so from if me, you, say you know what I mean. So, is the buddies different to the friend? Uh, it's the same thing. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up. Anyway, um, so like I was talking to my friend, we rather just say that rather. I was talking to some of my friends. You can talk to whoever you want to, it's fair. At this past event, and and um, you know, like how you ask, like if you ask for someone for advice, no, and then you ask another person for advice. <laughs> I was going to use the word again there now, but like they are most likely to give you two different uh, like angles, angles, or they will like totally disagree with you. Like for example, no. The question was like, like, obviously, you know, I want to get married and whatever. Main reason why, because I want a kid, right? So then, like, if you ask a married person that question, then they will say, fuck, no, don't mm, get married. Don't get married. <laughs> Immediately, that's the first thing like they Like, and they're not even joking. Same they're like, marriage, don't do it. No. Just don't do that. Yeah, like, don't be just. Rather just live your life the way it is now. It's perfect the way it is. And I don't want to obviously name drop any anybody there but um, it's funny how that came to be like how, how you ask different people at, at advice so it's always important like who you talk to about certain things because you imagine like talking to someone and you only love your life like viewing it or only seeing things at one angle but not at the opposite angle like to always live your life close minded yeah can you imagine a life like and that? almost like uh, if you if you disagree with that person's view then you're wrong like you, there's only like almost like there's only one way to live your life uh, and I think that's also why like some marriages don't work out now because one party is always like uh, so focused on like um, 
like like taking things from their point of view and completely disregarding like their spouse's view yeah but like just in you know like how people grow up differently to others and like your experiences shape the person that you are and some people's experiences are very similar to others and because of that they have this natural chemistry to uh, align on the same wavelength right Mm. So that's why you see like when you connect with certain friends, then it feels like you or like you haven't seen a friend for such in such a long time. And then when you do connect with them, then it feels like it's been forever. Like, you know what I mean? Like you've been hanging out all this time. You know, it's actually the worst thing is if you meet up with someone that you're old friends with, like you're maybe going to go out for coffee or whatever. And then you realize that the vibe is very different and and the conversation is being forced and that you it's almost like you 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 have to look for stuff on on what you've accomplished lately and that has to be the topic of conversation otherwise it's just quiet i hate i hate interactions like that you know. uh, i think the the biggest buzz skill for me no it's like if i walk into someone that i haven't seen for a long time mm. and you run down the list of stuff now then they like oh i see it me films so then that's already a like not a red flag but that almost like kills the conversation where it's like you don't we're not in the moment we just care about what you do i don't grant it yeah or like what you're working on now yeah like if I, like when you're hanging out with your buddies no <laughs> <laughs> if you're hanging out with your buddies and then um like do you even talk about like uh, I think like obviously you do yeah. like you do obviously yeah. talk about Najbi films and what you did and you shot the past weekend but the, the that's not the core folk, like the core topic the core topic is always like the shit talk and the kakprat and whatever I think that uh, that is very important to have but that actually brings me to my next uh, point is um, people who get married no? it's it's almost like when they get married their whole life um, revolves around that person now. Do you think that that is a, a healthy thing to do for your marriage? Like, let me explain a bit more. Like, do you think you, like, say you, you do videos, no? Say you got, you got married now, tomorrow, um, and, and you need to shoot, like, every weekend. Do you think that your wife should be able to go out with her friends and, 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 um, like have a life outside of your marriage or do you think that she might just stay at home either stay at home or or, or um, tag along with you to to work for the weekend no i think that that wife no, must be a slave and she must stay in indoors and and follow your commands at all times obviously that's a joke um like for my i don't really do you want me to want me to give my opinion on that or do you want me to give what i would do your perspective my perspective on my opinion mm. on what I would do or what what type of uh, marriage you would want like relationship what I would want mm. so, so me like personally you can do whatever you want and, and um, as long as you're happy but for me personally no, I always envision <laughs> I just fucking <laughs> I just fucking all the words I always envision my life or my wife to have her own life and to have her own goals and to have her own career path and to like 
be successful in whatever she does and you can root on root her on and vice versa and i think that's very important because the moment no like you you the which is nothing wrong with it but the moment you are the breadwinner there is in some cases where like your wife just starts losing her motivation and her passion and me personally i just want someone that is motivated by their career and by their passion so you don't have to actually work but if you have a passion you do that if you're a painter then i want you to paint and be great at it you know what i mean because you're basically saying you need to have a life outside of your marriage like when you're not together then she needs to have her own activities that she does and you have to have your own activities that you do and then i think that also helps with the with the relationship of the marriage where you have things to share with your significant other and to speak about like what happened and um to miss each other and cuck like that hmm i was actually speaking to uh <laughs> which buddy now buddy oh <laughs> <laughs> how do you st- i don't want to say any names that's why i say it mm. the way i do yeah you were speaking to your buddy okay i was speaking to my buddy and like uh buddy was saying like he will never involve like his wife with his business because then you won't be able to like separate um like play time with or not play time but like husband and wife time to business time so then is it, it actually like just makes it business time I, i don't really agree with that i think it depends on the relationship on 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 how you became uh a couple on, on, on what the circumstances was like leading up to the marriage and whatever like say you you and her were like business partners b- before the the marriage already then i think that that doesn't really affect the the business because i mean these certain photographers at the so is in like married and stuff and and it's been together for years and they work together all the time but also if if it was me i wouldn't want my wife to work with me I think it's better if she has her own uh, career because I think spending too much time with someone you just make you make you go mal. Mm, that's true. Um also like but then again everything in life depends on something, right? So like it, it's either like it, it depends on the circumstances or that it's always like probability and I was Uh, I can't say it anymore. But anyway, so like you can't really base your life on like probability, man, on like what if or on on scenarios that never really happened, right? So like to make an example or a stupid example like this, like I I've seen this one girl on Instagram, no? She's a I wouldn't say influencer, but more like a like an Instagram model. Man. And then whenever and don't follow this person, I don't know this person whatsoever. But like obviously as a guy, a single guy, like you you come across females or ever then you're like wow, like you know what I mean? Like everybody's like every whether you a female as well, like you you will see a bra or whatever and then you'll be like you look at this bra. You know what I mean? So like I'm only saying that because a lot of our f- uh, listeners are female. 70% so a chick listening. Really? No, yeah. Shit. Okay, so we have to be more nicer then. Just fuck it. <laughs> so anyway, I seen this girl on Instagram and then I was like, wow, like how is it possible that we live in the same planet? You know what I mean? Like how is this girl so beautiful? 
Like, I can't believe how fucking rich this girl is. Like, it's... Anyway, so I met this girl at the wedding. Turns out, pretty fucking average, eh? Oh, I was confused now the whole time until uh, you said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what I'm saying is life is, is like always probability. Then you like, one day you see this girl on Instagram, you're like, yo, there's no fucking chance of me having this girl, no? Because I need to earn a billion dollars, I need to have this and that. And then you meet the girl in person, and you're like, oh, but she's all right. She's average. She's like a normal human being. It's like Instagram just changed I her. I think the uh, stock whatever yeah we just made her better looking or, or whatever so that's a stupid example but my point is like life is always based on it depends probability so like it's difficult to live your life on that so it's a good chance you can die tomorrow yeah so like better start making fudges you know what i mean oh, yeah. you know no i was thinking the other day um like we were talking about on, on the previous podcast about the matriculants and also, like now, it was obviously what reminded me of this, of like probability and living your life on like um, what may or may not happen on or scenarios that may or may not happen, right? So I can remember we were talking in the previous episode about like how you need that certain someone just to believe in you and then you have that spark like ignited in you, then you're like, um, I can do this, man, no? So like... That's fine and all, but you, there's also certain things that you need. Like, remember when we were just starting out, like, we, it's fine to film and whatever, but you need, like, pieces to edit on. And, like, how are you going to get that PC to start with? And, like, what type of PC do you even require to edit or to start editing? Can you remember that, that one PC that we that I used to edit on? Absolute dog shit PC. Yo, I actually, uh, there's actually a story that I would like to preface it with, but I don't think I can say it here. Because I think, now nah, I think it, cause it involves like our sibling and, and all that. I don't want to bring up too personal stuff as well. But uh, long story short, is that we didn't have a PC. Um, before, um, while you were starting, um, the first thing that you needed was a camera, right? And at the time, I think you were researching on, 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 on mommy's laptop. And that laptop was like a potato. Remember? Yeah, so that, that laptop was a school... Because uh, my mommy was a teacher, right? So then the government gave her a laptop to obviously do like teacher stuff with. But it was like entry level. It was absolute dog shit. It, uh, it, it couldn't even like run the program needed to, to edit. You can basically just browse the internet and type out stuff. Even then it lags. Like you open up Microsoft Word and you type, but then two minutes later then the words come. Well, obviously I'm exaggerating, but you know, you get my point. So you you needed a PC. But now obviously because we grew up poor, um, our, our mentality even now is bang for buck. That's like our thing. Like we don't care about name brands if it can do the same job as a name brand product, right? Obviously with exceptions like with gear and stuff obviously so I think I remember um, I think mommy bought you that PC no? did she take it out on a credit card so so basically I because what works in our favor is that I was very into computers obviously as it's discussed in the previous episode uh, so like building PCs and that is it's like easy for me man, to do 
and like no, I know like the PC specs and what you need and whatever. So I found a PC. I think it was on Camtree. I actually still have it, Brown WhatsApp now. He still sends me like random ads on what he's selling. So he he had a I think it was an i5. 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 Yeah, i5 second second generation. It was for sale, and he wanted I think it was two five or three grand. One of that. So I told you that that's the PC you need. And at and at that at that time we didn't know that it was going to be good enough, but it was definitely better than what you had. Mm, I just want to also interject here as well. Uh, can I just say it? Um, <clears throat> so when I started, because I used to edit like videos, right? We can talk about it again in another episode. I don't really feel like talking about it now, but I used to edit uh, videos. But the software I was using at the time was called Sony Vegas. It was like one of the old gener. It wasn't. I wouldn't say old. Yeah, I guess it was. It's basic, like uh, yeah, it's a basic editing software, but it can do like advanced things here or there. And also, it was uh, very like entry level. And I knew when when if we are going to do video in that, I always promised myself that if I if I am going to delve into uh, the video world then I want to do it properly. And then I did market research on like, what what is the, inter- what's, not, what's the international standard, but what's the industry standard for South Africa uh, in terms of like which editing software they use. And then, it, and then I found out that they use Final Cut Pro, uh, which is a Apple software, if I'm not mistaken. And then, and then I've tried to figure out what's the equivalent of that, because obviously I couldn't really afford Apple products. And then, uh, because I mean, a, a Mac PC is like 30K for edit, uh, editing editing PC. Yeah. And then I was like, and then I found out about Adobe Premiere Pro. And I knew that I needed something that would be firstly be able to run that. And not only run it, run it efficiently without any lag. Because I understood like the uh, the weight of the, the file sizes is going to obviously slow down the render process of like watching it while you editing can, and whatever. like yeah watching it while it like editing in the real time and then um, that's when I realized that I firstly needed to learn how to use Adobe Premiere and a PC that would be able to run it so that was the reason why I didn't init- I didn't start on the my mom's laptop it was because I wanted to start fresh and start on a on the industry standard so that's where the whole idea of like getting this PC and the type of PC mattered because like it needed to run this program which I needed to learn yeah and it needed to be bare minimum so so uh, speaking about mommy's laptop I think we, we tried to render one video I think we did a birthday video a f- 50th actually cock man how I it's funny you brought it up in I think in this week now in this past week I was laying in bed and I was going through like my old email I found an email in 2013 uh, on one of a a receipt a guy paid me for editing a video. Hmm. 2013. Fast forward like two years later maybe, two or three years later and you edited mommy's uh, birthday video. Like, basically what I'm saying is unknowingly, you know what I mean? Like that will be your career. It was just fun. I just did it because it was fun and I wanted to learn. The video came out cuck though. 
Yeah. But but do you remember like one of the, or at least for me, I don't want to speak for you as well, but like for me, the fun part of it is like putting that video out there and like seeing people react to it. Like can you remember when, when, when like you created this like mommy's birthday video, no? And you know, you added so much funny shit in there. Then you're like, wait, I can't wait for it. I want to watch it with it. I want to see how they react to it. You know what I mean? Like, now they always do. They always did. We we always did a good job in it in its like in that time period. Obviously, if you look back at the video now, it's garbage, right? Or if you look at videos from when we just started, it's garbage. But like, yeah, but at the time, it's like cool. But, but the uh, I remember how long that video took to render. Jesus. I think we. I think it was like thirty-six hours for a twelve-minute video. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and and on, on like poor quality still. Yeah, now it's it, not like now the is like what three, four minutes, if not less than that. But um, I think I think you need to have pay minimum specs. So so even in today's world, no. So so if you're gonna edit ten eighty p stuff, uh, even sixty frames, I think bare minimum you're gonna need. Um, maybe an i7 i7 20 like second generation even it will work and then you need like a basic graphics card of like maybe a GTX 750 or 960 or, or like a RX 480 some anything like that will will get you going to edit and that um, it isn't expensive uh, you can buy like that workstation PCs that the people sell, like office PCs, and then you can maybe just add a graphics card in there. Because obviously, I'm, I'm looking at it as from like bang for buck, man. So I'm I'm catering to people that is starting out that don't have money, like the same way like we started, right? So um, even if you don't buy your camera, I think your PC is actually way more important than your camera. Because if you can learn Premiere for six months and then maybe just use your phone as practice clips, I think that that's a big advantage. Because obviously when we started, phone cameras were cuckstle and we didn't have good phones. You know, and also another thing, Muhammad, like, you know how your PC can also, like, limit you in terms of, like, that's why, it's like you were saying, it's important to also have a good PC instead of, like, a good camera. Because, like, there is certain things that you would like to do on an edit. And then when you're editing it, then you, your PC, like, keeps you behind. Like, you, you will still be able to do it, but it's going to take so much longer. And it's going to almost drain you in the sense of, like, how long it takes to to get to that uh, end point. Because your PC is lagging or, like, it's not rendering properly. Or, like, sometimes you edit something, but you can't play it in real time. So you need to keep rendering that thing just to see how it how it looks how if it's like rendering fine and then um but in, you know what's cuck mad actually is if uh, if you're editing something say you have a lot of layers on on your timeline like say you have like a color grading and then you have like a effect maybe to transition um but somebody reminded me of that time you're editing the nikon video how much transitions because obviously transitions were in at that time and then like that PC couldn't it was it was doing okay but you had to render um that's the, like specific parts where like the PC can't handle it so if you but I think if you if you can learn 
to to work through those issues with the limitations of your PC and whatever. I think it makes you a better editor, uh, like more efficient or so, because like imagine you so used to a cut PC. And I imagine when you actually like upgrade your your um, specs and whatever, I think then it's like your it feels like uh, like a whole new world that you're in. And I think that also brings me like to another point. It's like the um, like editing weddings now. Like I've been editing now for like the past year. So all the weddings that we shoot, and it, it's actually crazy how people keep expecting us to reinvent the wheel on 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 like pushing the boundaries on 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 how a wedding should come out or or how their wedding they want their wedding to be the next best thing like the next Fayaz and Yasmin or the next um, whoever like uh, the next Romana and Lucas video do you know what I mean it's so weird like how do how, how do you um, keep pushing the boundaries but you don't get any monetary gain from that like pushing the new I think it's uh, the reason one of the reasons why it's disheartening I think I can speak for the both both of us here is that I mean we started the old Najmi Films thing no? we reinvented the way weddings Muslim weddings are viewed yeah and how it how it's done because we had such a unique twist to it I wouldn't say just by the letters but just the style in general like the what what the couple is receiving it's so unique so then my point is like like I say, you create this n- new, unique thing, and then a client comes to you and say, "Hey, can you create something even better than that?" But like you, you almost like you take offense to it because it's like you already reinvented and created your own style, and now someone's asking you to not change it but to make it even better. So it's like adding more pressure onto something that's going to give you the same monetary gains. You know what I mean? Not, not that everything is about money, but at the same time, mentally. No, it's not only about mentally. I think it's um, effort versus money that has to make sense. So I can't sit two months on one video to make their video the next best thing, but I still get the same amount of money. But then it comes at the cost of other people's videos wanting to get better. But I ran out of steam. Like mentally, I can't. Like, how do I reinvent the wheel every video it, it, it's just not possible and uh, you know it's just a cuck madness it's like the fact that those the people that I mean it doesn't happen all the time but the people that do ask that no? like their videos are like when you shoot it then it's like standard like oh your wedding's here yeah yeah same nothing special happened I mean if you look at like every video that's uploaded now it at least has well not everyone but there is some videos with have like this special moment like uh, Fayaz crying for in his letter groundbreaking at the time it's like couldn't believe that that they love each other so much that he shed a tear uh, the Plain and Monique episode or the Plain and Monique video as well same thing with the mother that moment that they had uh, Lucas and Romana two different cultures colliding coming together uh, the extra footage that we shot to them at the aquarium it's just like that like those videos have like when we shoot their videos or when we shot their wedding it had those moments man. Uh, 
So then it gives you almost like motivation. Not to only that though. Because um, I was going through Instagram like uh, the other day and I, I found this guy on the Explore page. And I, and I think I told you in the week that his video is the same style like our style. And it's it's obvious that he got inspiration from our work. And it's actually cuck mad to see that we not influence people, but they took inspiration from our style of video and they made it the, into their own. Can I just say something though? I think after four years, no, mm. I think we can say that we've inspired people yeah, to to because that. So you don't have to even say I don't think I I, I think we did. Yeah, but but uh, why I'm saying that is because it's it's obvious that he got inspiration from our work because our style is it's unique to us. So um, like when someone is speaking at the Nika, like you always go on this emotional roller coaster. On, on 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 hearing the person's message to the couple and and the advice they give and and like no one else does that like in Cape Town or South Africa at all you know what I'm saying that, that there's nobody I don't even know if in the, in the world that has the same style as ours it's not that ours is the best but that is our style so to see other people have that style now it's actually cool but then, how do you, like, how do people still have the audacity to tell you, I want something different? But then hire someone different, boss. <laughs> or, or, or not hire someone different, but have a different kind of wedding then. Like, have elements in your wedding that is is unique to your wedding. So... I don't want people to, to think that they have to now plan a whole production on how their wedding should be. But having different activities that is not normal to a wedding and booking us for that um, like event, not event, but like say you're going to go out and maybe you both like pat-pat uh, and you like playing pat-pat, then you have a segment in your video that is pat pat and then you talk about the experience maybe we can like do like a raw interview with a with a shotgun mic on the camera and just talk about like how you maybe met at the pat pat or uh, have like a, a battle whoever loses must do this certain thing i think that would that makes that segment alone makes the intro way better because then the viewer gets to know who the couple is and that's the only way a video is different. You know, I was thinking about that 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 go karts there at Dawn Mountain. No? How fast does that stuff go? Like how fast can it go? Well, it'll be quiet no? if we get a, a bridal couple in there. No? Then we set up a GoPro in the front, and then they just like full blast that vehicle as fast as it can. They're just doing like donuts and. But that comes down to back to the schedule. We can barely, we barely get time to shoot with a couple. And more importantly, eat. Or eat, or, or, or e- even when, 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 when we do get seats, then it's more by random people. Yeah, so if it's listening, you know, like if you have... Actually, let me ask you this question first. One of my friends asked me this. Do you think it's compulsory if you... If you're getting married, no? do you think... 
Do you think in their minds that they're thinking about like, oh shit, the sound team needs to eat, uh, let me set up a table for them? Do you think that goes through their mind? Sure, I have no idea. I think in general, maybe, maybe not. I, I, I genuinely don't think so. Because before like I was in the industry, no? then I, if I had to have gotten married, I wouldn't have uh, gave, given seats like to the to the sound team but, but, and to the but, like other vendors. But I think I think it's different. Um, I think I wouldn't like you don't have to give seats because generally the the sound pe- people have seats already. Like they're sitting by the whatever stations and whatever. But I think giving them food is non-negotiable. It doesn't matter where they sit as long as they get food. Even if it's the it's different from the the maybe the ma- say the main course is maybe crayfish tails or prawns, and maybe for your sound people or video people you give them KFC or cold chicken or whatever. But the 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 main thing is is that you give them something to eat. Is I I think I think that's a, a good compromise. Like like I always told you or like you we always say to each other that it doesn't really matter if we actually on the guest list as long as we have a table somewhere on the premises so it can be outside it can be at the back where the people make the food it can be I, literally I actually, anywhere like like for me personally I, I actually i don't mind if i'm not seated in the reception uh, as long as it's, it is a table though i i feel like it is very important like like when, like when you say now, no, you might like you. They must give you food, no. Mm. Then you must go sit outside on the steps while holding the plate in your hand. I hate that shit. I mean, I mean, you can put the table outside, or put the table at the back. Yeah, like remember we were loving there by Zaire's uh, engagement. Like the outside, like on those, like it was a table. You know what I mean? It's like for me, that was the best seat in the house. Yeah, it, uh, and it also comes back to like. Why? Why people always like? I I know these people out there that say like, yo, why why do we charge so much if we don't eat? Like in our contract, we say we charge one thousand five hundred if we don't eat. And, and 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 it's all cool and all to make fun of the 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 contract. And do people make fun of that? Yeah. I remember the the um, uh, what's his name Mustafa from Roses. He told me that uh, some people said, yo, why why do they? Much charge a fine if we if they don't eat, but in in reality it's not about the f- the fine is there to show how serious it is. Like 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 in the past how we literally stood in the middle of a of a hundred thousand rand venue, and no one is giving us food. We're just standing there like we fucking slaves. Yeah, and also like down to the point now of of like. Because, I mean, we've been in the industry for long enough to have um, met all these great people, right? So, like, we know the owner of, like, Alicante and Rosies and whatever, no? Then, like, they will provide for you. Like, it's not their job. Like, for, like they will say, look, here, you must go eat there, no? Then it turns out that we eat, like, outside or whatever. But like, it's actually the, the couple's responsibility to make sure that it, everything goes smoothly. And if they're not planning the wedding, I think the parents should do it. They should make sure that that is done. It's only like fair. The couple itself, like that. I don't care that like the 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 um, main objective of the day is to enjoy themselves. So I don't expect the couple to 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 always like look at us and see oh, oh did we eat and whatever. I used to think like that, no, but I, I totally disagree with that now. I think that couple should make sure 
before the wedding. No, I, I, but you, but you're not getting what I'm saying. The 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 couple will don't you always remember the couples always ask if you eat already. They always ask that, but it's not their responsibility to make sure that you have a seat. There, there has to be like the like the liaison people. So 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 maybe it's like the MC or like the bride's sister or brother or something like that to make sure that we have seats. And not just say, do not just tell us, oh, you must eat, no? But then there's no seats for us. Yeah, that is the worst. I was actually going to talk about that now. It's like, how can someone ask you, hey, did you eat already, no? But then it turns out that someone is sitting on your seats. Then it's like, it's not like we're going to be that people will be like, hey, you're sitting on my yeah, seat. Yeah, because we don't take preference. We don't take preference over the guests. A guest is always more important than us. So if a guest is sitting on your seat, we can't go to the guest and say, look here, my name is on the seat. Get the fuck uh, out and at it. the same time, I, I actually prefer not to sit with guests yes, at so. weddings. I prefer to sit with a team. Exactly. I don't want to be sandwiched in between the guests. And firstly, I think the guests take offense to it. It's like, oh, you put me next to the media team. And then also, we don't know these people. So it always leads to like those small random talks. And obviously, there's times yeah. where it's fun and whatever. I mean, I mean that also might, might be how you, how you got COVID in the first place. Last yeah, year. true. Because... Um, there are certain weddings where we there was guests and then we just said nah we're just gonna take like dish and then go sit somewhere else because I mean like whether people want to admit it or not COVID is still a thing now and and, and the reality of it is is that uh, if, if we get COVID we lose money we lose all the money for two weeks So and, and we're in wedding season so all that money is gone so obviously it's gonna be it only makes sense to like um, limit the amount of contact we get as much as possible and we're already in contact with so many people so sitting next to them with your mask off it's very tricky like I don't care what is it can be the the groom's father or mother it doesn't really matter uh, if you sit close to someone you don't know whether they have COVID or not that's just the reality of it you know it's the funny thing no? like over the last year or so and then I always thought to myself, like, how, uh, you know, like, when we enter the, before the bride and groom enters the reception, then we normally, like, go to the MC and say, hey, when the bride and groom walks in, can every, can you just make an announcement that, like, everybody uh, sit down and be seated, let the professionals do their job, like, that that message, you know? Then, I, then like, for this last, for 2021, I always thought, yeah, like, everyone's actually good with it now, compared to, like, previous years. And like how um, they actually don't have to make that announcement, no. So I saw that for December now they haven't been making that announcement, no. And it's been a fucking shit show, you know. It's just people down the aisle, people on the side, like people don't realize, no. Like when you're filming, no, you're not gonna be at that same spot in the next five seconds. In the next five seconds, you might want to move to a, a different spot. So then, like you get those, and them standing there, fox. They up. fox it up, yeah. Or like they, like the auntie will say, "Hey, uh, don't worry, no, I'm just here next to you. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna be sneaky here next to you." And you're like, "Lady, I need to move." But at that time, weddings are so fast-paced that you can't really like. While that moment's happening, you can't like, "Oh, math man, um, I'm actually gonna be," but you need to be filming. You know what I mean, so and they're already walking down the aisle. You can't still have a conversation with this lady. I, I think it, it, it's okay if they sit in their seats and, and, and just use their phone. They don't fucking extend your hand and and make make our job harder. 
because uh, even this I think this past weekend where the brother's walking down the aisle then this brother decided he's going to go back to his seat and then he's he's sitting it shows him sitting down there like pulling out his seat sitting down it's so dumb like just sit down for five seconds let them walk down the aisle then you can do whatever you need to do but everyone wants to be the videographer but show me one clip show me one clip that a, a guest took that is more important than the ones that we took Mm. and that's obviously coming back to again to social media like everyone wants to post yeah. that wedding and be like oh look how beautiful they look look at just the venue this is the type of venues that I attend uh, it's Harvard uh, a Harvard venue Oxford uh, Dictionary uh, Exclusivity I'm just trying to say all the big words I can here that's, but, yeah. I think that's very blasphemous oh shit <laughs> I'm thinking as uh, I think you're being very uh, transparency. That's not the word, no. no that's not. That's for kid. <laughs> yeah, the, the but uh, the people don't know any better, man. And and some people just want to show arrogance on the day, like they will show must show the the MC. Look, yeah, I'm not gonna now listen to whatever you said. That just somehow brings me back to that other. Uh, bride and groom that we did that asked us not to post the wedding that guy made, told the MC himself if that it's 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 a matter of life and death and he's, he's specifically telling all the guests to not film them walking down the aisle and they must put their phones away he doesn't want to see any phones I was like, yo, yeah, that's yeah, fucked up, actually. Yeah, that is kind of fucked up, yeah. Because we, we, we are living in social media, so it's all cool and all to post about, like, whatever. Whatever you want to post. He was like, no phones allowed. <laughs> and I mean, it, 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 it's, it's so cool because if you don't have your phone out, you don't, you don't have to worry about, oh, I'm, I need to keep them in frame or whatever. You just enjoy them walking down the aisle. Like, why can't people do that? <laughs> You notice on a lot of uh, Christian weddings when the bride and groom walk down the aisle, then they start like randomly dancing and like uh, just like lifting their arms up and shouting, and then the like the guests will start standing up and clapping, and it's just a crazy. But I think that is way better though than than people with their phones up. Because <laughs> if people are standing up and clapping and stuff, and, and they don't. Um, intrude on the aisle itself then it's actually better because everyone is smiling instead of everyone just being like yo I got cool they look me bro yeah, don't get me started on like when, you, when you're talking about like irrelevant things at weddings no mm. you know like when certain sheikhs then they like give a nasiha at the weddings no then they're talking about random shit about like Mercedes Benz starting in the uh, 18, 1800 and uh, that's how he's, it correlates to marriage. Uh, his great-grandfather used to drive a Mercedes-Benz. He used to stay in Bokhap. Um So when he was staying in Bokhap, uh, he was like, he had a shop. So the shop <laughs> sold... sold <laughs> he sold bread, right? He sold the bread. And the bread uh, shows you that marriage is very important. And I'm like, what the fuck is this brat talking about? Mm. It, it, it happens at receptions and at, at, uh, Nikasa. at the, the Nasikas. Oh, yeah. they, they speak for, for 20 minutes on about this brass selling bread. But then it says, uh, um, with that being said, we wish the couple all the best. <laughs> mm. <laughs> then I tell you, I, think so. I did tell you, uh, 
the the talk is cuck. I'm gonna have to figure out something how to make a highlight better. Uh, and, uh, and and then also remember the one wedding we shot where there was just no talk at the mosque. Oh yeah, just zero. Just like I went straight in from Kira to Arabic. Das. I mean that that wedding I edited recently, but it still came out okay though because the guy that made the dua he did it in a nice way. So at least yeah. that was good. But I think so. It's also very important when, like, when you're planning your wedding, no? then you need to think of all these things. Like, who am I asking to be my MC? Who's speaking at my wedding? And normally, like, if you think about like the best friend's wedding, no? like the best friend's speech, then you will like listen to some of it. No? Like, some of them are also fans of Najmi films, and they're like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna be on the video. I'm gonna be on YouTube." Then they feel so pressurized to like create such an amazing speech. Then it turn out, no. Like that amazing speech is like so formal that it's so dry and it feels like they're reading it. The best speeches is always like off the cuff and like like you you have you have like your list of topics that you need to talk about like like uh, that wedding that we did now with Adam and then his best friend the stuff that the, the stories that he said about Adam and I was like yo that's so quiet like it, it was funny stories man that Adam can relate to and it it, it makes. It makes him remember the speech more. Instead of saying, um, Adam, just put your hand over Nabila. That's the last time you're going to have an upper hand. Like, 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 stop with that fucking joke, man, bro. <laughs> if I hear that joke one more time, the slit my uh, fucking just if, if, if the couple I ask for highlight films, no? and that joke is in there, I don't, take, I don't use that brass speech. I leave it up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's my editor. I, he's all. His, his speech doesn't matter. I put, I put someone else in me, bro. Put the sheikh in rather. Yeah. Because that, like, like uh, on the other side again, the the, the sheikh, no? Sometimes they will always say, yeah, but um, I'm sure everyone here is is uh, tired of hearing a, a speech about marriage. But think about it like this: if you say say you get married, no, and you go to your mosque, and and, and like you're very nervous at that time, like you're sitting there. I think that's the time where you listen to the sheikh the most, because you envisioning your life with your wife and you're about to say kapil to and, you, and you're about to get married and it's a very special moment to you and if someone talks about uh, your great grandfather selling bread you're gonna check why am i here you're gonna start pondering like yo are you big now like get get done you know what i mean so so like picking picking the right people to talk is very important and 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 majority of the time people get it right like like I always told you, my favorite speakers is always gonna be Sadullah Meru, Sadullah Khan. That man is a fucking wizard with words. Mm, what if he listened to the podcast? Yo, Sheikh, yeah. I always told you, I always tell him when I see him that he, I'm a big fan of how he speaks because he, the the words he uses is like very elegant, and um, the message is always quiet, man. and it's always different. And I mean, he speaks at so many weddings, but his angle is always like different. The other wedding he spoke. Jamal to Muslimin, we've gathered here today to witness the transparency. <laughs> I don't know any of With him, with him, <laughs> you just put any any song over his voice, and yeah. it sounds just. It's the gelidoscope of the monoscope. Then you're like, yo, this brass speak just. <laughs> you know what he say? It's like, yo, this brass be fuck. Oh yeah, there's just one thing I actually wanted to ask. In case of I lose my train of thought, uh, remember like back in the day when we started, 
like the I would say the first ten videos. Then we used to like just walk into or just shoot the entire day with slippers on. Do you think it's disrespectful now to wear slippers? Yeah. Uh, Do you know how comfortable that shit is on the wedding day? I actually don't think it is. I think like not the whole day, but I'm saying like eventually. I think like if you do gardens with it, or like maybe just the first part of the reception, or I think, or maybe just some days I want to wear slippers. I think in general, no people don't give a fuck. You are the last person that they're gonna look at that is like important in their mind. That like I get it. I I, I get that uh, people always say that you must look professional, and that's that's the reasons why we always wear black. It's not to to. Uh, be professional ever but in general black is the least like um, noticeable color when walking around in the reception so if you're walking around wearing all white obviously you stand out from the crowd right but if you wear black then you like like uh, how do you say I want to say not standing out, but you almost like blending with the waiters with the sound people you're just blending in with like Almost like if you're working at a at a store for the very first time, and then they tell you to look, they don't have a, a t-shirt for you. Mm. They might just wear black or black shirt. Yeah, you know what I mean. Then it's like okay, he's the new guy. Yeah, or like yeah, that's I think that's the reason why. But just uh, send me a message. I'm very curious to see what other people think because I don't think it's disrespectful at all. At first, I used to, but not anymore. And also, similarly, similarly, similar. Similarly, <laughs> how the fuck do you say that word? Just say similar. Similarly. Similarly. How about the cinnamon? Cinnamon bun. Similarly. Similarly. You know what's fucked up? Just, I can't even say it. Similarly, <laughs> I can't do it. Similar, similarly, what? Anyway, just listen the message. Let me know if like wearing sloffies, slippers, um, to a wedding is disrespectful. And if you are a potential couple that's gonna DM me and say no, it's not disrespectful. Just be prepared because I'm gonna I'm gonna wear slippers on your wedding. Yeah, to wanna acquire Imagine we must do a podcast no, where we just speak Afrikaans. I don't think we'll get that. That will be a shit show. I think the couple will love all time. Mm, I think uh, that is more like for people of the north. But anyway, I think we can call it there, Nach. Yes, sir. We can call it there indeed. I just also want to say that you, if you are listening to this on Wednesday, the 26th of January, keep us in your du'as because we're currently filming as we as you're listening to this now. And keep us in your thoughts and prayers as we're doing a three-day wedding event. And it's going to be an amazing wedding. I already know the, the way it was planned and the way it was set up. So I look forward to that. But uh, this has been episode five of the podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You can follow us on Nachmi Films on Instagram. You can also check us out on www.nachmifilms.co.za if you are interested to check out our packages. Thank you to everybody for listening. And as always, we always end the podcast by saying, if you 
follow the podcast as well. And also, if you are a um, business and you want to sponsor the show, send us a DM. Because we want to make money, baby. Anyway, speak to you guys next week. Peace.